What's up, guys? Mitchell Pelkey back with another episode of Pelk Talk. Today I'm joined by Ohio State starting wide receiver Garrett Wilson. What's up, Garrett? How you doing, Mitchell? Good, man. Good, man. I appreciate you coming on. Obviously, season's over, so you got some time now, but no, I appreciate it. This is actually my first Ohio State, you know, current student athlete, so I'm kind of excited. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> no, I'm happy, happy to be here, man. I appreciate that. Love it. Well, let's start from the beginning. You know, how did you really get into the sport of football? Just watching my brothers play growing up. Probably started watching them play when I was like three and then five years old when I was living in uh, Chicago. They actually were getting ready to have us playing tackle football, so um, I thought I was going to be playing tackle football when I was like five years old, but then I ended up moving to Ohio. So it was still flag here until you were like nine. So I ended up just uh, playing flag when I started off. Okay. So what, you were, were you born in Chicago, then moved to Columbus? Yeah, I was born in Chicago. I lived there for my first first six years of my life or five years of my life. Yeah. Okay. And then Columbus. And then when did you move to Texas? I moved to Texas when I was 12 from Ohio. Okay. Oh, so you're like a, you're like an Ohio boy. Yeah, you see, I kind of, I kind of, okay. went to high school up here, so yeah. Where, 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 what part of Ohio are you from? Uh, Dublin, Ohio. You know, oh, Dublin. Okay, so right here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So, so you know, growing up in Texas, obviously, you know, big for football. Everyone knows that. You know, how how did uh, attending you know Lake Travis High School really come to mind? Yeah, I mean, just having you know, I played receiver, so. Um, we have a great like history of quarterbacks at Lake Travis. So I think there's been like 11 straight uh, D1 quarterbacks come out of Lake Travis. So being a receiver, you know, it kind of makes it easy on me to know that I have like a quarterback that can really sling in that's going to be playing at the next level. And then uh, just like the preparation off season, being able to play football year round with the nice weather, you know, it all went into, you know, uh, me being able to play college ball. Was that a, was that a decision moving to Columbus? You know, was it for football or was it having to do with, with parents' jobs or something like that? I was, it was my dad's job. And then uh, Lake Travis just ended up being the area we chose in, uh, in Austin. But that, the area we chose in Austin was because of the football. But moving to Austin, you know, that was my dad's job. Okay. And then picking Lake Travis, was that, was that honestly a hard decision? It wasn't much of my decision. I kind of just trusted my parents on it. And um, they said that this would be like a good spot for me. And, um, you know, I kind of just went with it, so. Yeah, no, I love that. And and kind of getting ready for that first varsity trout as a freshman, obviously, you know, yeah. in the, the big the big Texas football stigma, were you, were you nervous for that? I wouldn't say I was nervous because I had played freshman ball and um, they ended up telling me, I was a quarterback actually my freshman year, and um, they told me that if I played receiver, I could be on varsity towards the end of the year. So I ended up getting moved up. So it kind of, you know, eased okay. me into it. So I was going to be on the varsity team my sophomore year because I had played that towards the end of my uh, freshman year. Okay. Oh, so so freshman year you played fully freshman, and then sophomore year varsity. So halfway through my freshman year, they moved me up to varsity. But I was nervous. I was super nervous my first varsity game, though. My freshman year, I was super nervous. But whenever I was on the team, like permanently, which was for the first time my sophomore year, you know, I was kind of eased into it. So I was super nervous. Yeah, and you were also a big basketball guys you can tell from from doing my research i mean you were you were sick at basketball did you no. did you make varsity your freshman year yeah uh basketball i was always on varsity so basketball was always um honestly my main sport my dad's six five and he played basketball so i expected to be a little taller so um once i stopped growing you know i kind of i kind of just thought <laughs> football was the uh with the uh route was to go. Yeah. yeah when did when did that kind of when did that kind of decision happen where we're basketball took that kind of background spot I got my first offer in football like my 10th grade year my yeah my 10th grade year that first game and um I hadn't I hadn't had any 
basketball offers until later that year. So um, just the fact that I was like a six foot guard and a six foot receiver, you know, six foot receiver makes a lot more sense. You know, basketball is kind of changing and, and positions are getting a lot taller. The game's getting a lot taller. So um, I just thought like for my career, I thought football would be, a, you know, the better route. Yeah. And then obviously crushing it like Travis, especially your junior year, you know, setting records, you know, then the recruiting process happens, you know, kind of walk me through that timeline of you starting to get offers to you committing. My first offer, like I said, was my 10th grade, uh, was after my 10th grade first game on varsity. And um, that was like, so like surreal, just because you, you kind of realize that you're like, oh, okay, like I'm good enough to do it at the next level. Um, who was that? Uh, who was the school that reached out? SMU, SMU was my first offer. Okay, so right there. Yeah, so they were probably three hours from us, but I mean, they were they kind of you know, were, were known to be most people's first offer. So uh, once I got that, I was super excited. And then once it started picking up, um, I didn't get Ohio State until my junior year, November. Yeah, junior yeah. year in got Ohio State. And then I went up for a uh, visit in December. And then I went up for another visit in that spring ball. And um, I was that's when I actually announced my commitment after that spring ball um, visit. But I kind of always knew I was going to end up here. So, okay. Uh, so, what, what what would you say were your top three schools? Uh, really, it was just. I mean, I said Texas. Uh, Texas was three. OU and then Ohio State. Okay. I mean, obviously, like you said, growing up. I mean, basically growing up in Columbus, but then really living most of your life in in Texas. Was that a hard decision with UT and Ohio State? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't hard because, you know, at the time, um, Ohio State was just a much more prominent football program. When I when I went up and visited, you know, yeah. it, just, <laughs> it just you know it just felt a little bit more right. So I wouldn't say it was a hard decision. If things had worked out better at Texas, you know, you never know. So I don't know. Yeah, and and you going through that recruiting process, you know, visiting all those schools. What was kind of the biggest factor that that Ohio State kind of took from you, and you were like, I want to go to this school probably like they they were the team that had the best balance between like competing for a national championship and also like if um football doesn't work out what are you going to do after and having those yeah. that networking those connections so i just feel like it was the best balance of getting the best of both worlds best of both worlds so yeah i like that do you do you think that's something not a lot of football players think about is really what they're going to do after the game i mean i think that when you see people go you know, a lot of people know what they want to do in life. You know, they know they want to play in the NFL and that's kind of, that's, you know, that's kind of it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, you got a lot of people that do, but you also have a lot of people that don't. So when you see people go to schools like Ohio State and Stanford and um, schools like that, you know, that, you know, that they're, you know, they're thinking about both of those things. But I mean, you, you can really get it anywhere at this point. You know, if you have good networking, good connections, you know, you can go, go to anywhere, get your degree and, you know, have good, good connections coming out of school. So, but yeah, you're right though. I'd say you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and kind of going through your high school career, what, what would you say was the biggest time period? Was it, you know, your junior season or, or, or some different camps that really, you know, put you on the map for these big schools like Ohio State? Um, yeah, I'd say junior, junior season. Um, just like our Texas, you know, high school football and the playoffs and just the, the buzz around playoffs that uh, Texas, you know, comes with. So um, I'd had a really good season that year, ended up going all the way to state championship. Um, and my quarterback was committed to Ohio State, uh, Matthew Baldwin. So, so, you know, they already had an eye on our school. And, um, you know, I ended up being able to get that offer later in the season. So when I got that, you know, Matthew was always in my ear about it. And I love playing with him. So it was kind of, you know, I just knew I wanted to come here. And Ohio State knew they had that 
appeal because I had lived up there too. So, you know, they knew what they were doing with the uh, recruiting process. Yeah. And, and like we kind of hit on, you were big in basketball and you actually earned, you know, some D1 scholarships for basketball. And, yeah. and I guess just like you said, you didn't want to take that route. Why, why that decision? My dad actually played for, for Rick Barnes, who's a coach at Tennessee. Yeah. That's one of the teams basketball. So he, he recruited my dad out of high school. And so that came full circle. And uh, I remember, That's awesome. it, you know, I was just, you know, I was talking about if I was a point guard and stuff like that, but I had never really dedicated myself to basketball because I'd always played both sports. So I'd never really thought about how, like, how good I could be if I was, had fully dedicated myself to basketball, but with yeah. football, if I was playing basketball, I was still working on my football skills, if that makes sense. And like, yeah. as long as inactive, I was working on my football skills, you know, I'd say I had that talk with my dad and coach Barnes and like, I just thought about it and I was like, you know, that basketball stuff is just like different. Like you're so skillful in your craft and stuff like that. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just a little different to where I thought football was, you know, a route that just the way I'm built and the way I am, you know, even like my, even mindset wise, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was better for me. So. Yeah. Did, did any of those D1 schools come to you with an offer to play both football and basketball? Yeah. In Texas A&M, A&M didn't fully pull the trigger in basketball, but, but in football, they wouldn't be – if I said if I wanted to play, I don't think they would actually let me. Um, <laughs> a lot of it's just recruiting, you know, so. Yeah. But, I mean, there's some school – Texas A&M, Tulsa. Uh, I think Tulsa was just basketball, honestly. Okay. Uh, did uh, – when you got to Ohio State, did you ever think about, you know, walking onto the basketball team, or they probably wouldn't even let you? No. Nah, I mean, honestly, I never thought about it. But, um, I mean, if, if they had said I could, I still wouldn't do it just such a such a big you know such a big um football itself is just such a big commitment that I, I wouldn't want to you know split time with another sport I just want to stay focused in you know be able to spend time with my teammates and build those bonds and stuff like that yeah. so I think that's that's valuable no I love that and, and like I said you were a baller in high school playing basketball 1500 career points I mean that's pretty crazy do you do you ever play ball with the guys on the team now um yeah we always you know we always try to play ball during the offseason you know it's been harder this year with corona my freshman year, when I first came in, when I came in early, we were playing a lot of basketball during that offseason. Then after my freshman season, uh, we played a lot of basketball. But, you know, this is it's just hard lately to find a gym inside. Yeah. And then with the so cold, you know, you're not trying to play outside. So, yeah. What is uh, are the coaches ever nervous with you guys playing ball? Yeah, we're not allowed to play, honestly. So um, <laughs> if, they, if they hear this, they might be like, oh, you know, they might, they might be a little mad at me. But um, we, lo we love playing. So. We always try to find some time to play. No, I love that. And you hit on there. You, you early enrolled at Ohio State. So after that, you know, senior season, New Year's happens, and then you quickly enroll into Ohio State in January. You know, was that experience nerve-wracking for you? Yeah, it was definitely nerve-wracking. You know, just just seeing, you know, knowing you're making that jump and that you're kind of like playing football with grown men now. You know, it takes that first practice and like for you to make your first, you know, play to realize that you can that you can like play with these dudes and that you know dogs, yeah exactly so I mean that spring ball was huge for me just getting my confidence you know every, the first day you know I was I feel like I just had established myself as being you know that I could that could I really could play you know that I could really play with the with the big dogs I guess you could say so yeah that that happened for me in spring ball where I got that you know I got over that hump to realize because off season for me like working out with them you know I wasn't the strongest dude so <laughs> look at it was lifts and everything. I'm like, you know, dang, like I don't know, man. I'm, yeah, go, you know. But luckily, once we got on that field, you know, I I could hold my own always. So that's good. That's good. And 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 working out with those guys, obviously working out with dudes that are possibly like five years older than you at the time, 
you know, taking that risk to go early, do you think that definitely prepared you for that upcoming fall? Yeah, it definitely gave me a jump on, you know, even things like learning the playbook, but yeah, getting used to the physicality and not having to do it all so fast in, in one summer, you know, before the season starts, um, it definitely was an advantage for me. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't do it differently if I, if I had another, had another chance. And, and making that decision, obviously being tough, you know, with prom and just graduating high school with everyone else, you know, what was the thing or the moment, you know, really holding you back from, from going early? Probably playing basketball my senior season. That was the biggest, that yeah. was the hardest. Cause I had always played basketball literally my whole life. I started playing basketball before football. Basketball is my favorite sport. Like honestly, until this day. So uh, <laughs> I mean, like not getting able to play basketball with my senior season. And that would have been our best high school, you know, high school team. Just like looking at as far as our competition, we would have played against, like we would have been able to dodge some teams that we could used to not be able to beat. So like, that was probably the hardest thing for me, but you know, I knew it had to be done. Yeah. And coming in, obviously, you know, being ranked at the time, the highest, you know, wide receiver coming in, you know, pressure wise, was that hard? I mean, come probably coming out to the field every day, you probably had to feel like you had to prove something. You kind of carry that chip on your shoulder just because you are who you are. But, um, you know, I never tried to, you know, think about that because honestly, those, those sites had never really gave me my love until right at the end, you know, and I always felt like I was, you know, worthy of a little bit more than what they was giving me. So um, I always had that chip on my shoulder, like I was trying to prove myself. And I, I think I brought that with me in college, you know, ever since I, you know, got here, I was trying to work on my craft and trying to learn something from all the other receivers and all the other great talent we got here. So when, when you first got here, you know, was there any like trash talk towards you that like, Oh, this guy can't do anything. He's, he's not, he's not really what the rankings say. <laughs> nah, nah, not for, I mean, yeah, you know, you get the, you get, you get the, the jokes, no one cares but about, yeah, yeah, you know, you get the no five stars anymore, but you know, I knew that <laughs> stuff. you know, that is what it is. So, um, no, you know, I took yeah. from, you know, try to try to just not, not hear it, you know, just keep working. So, and I heard an article, I don't know if this is true or not, but, you know, when Fields first got here, he really hated it. And like that first week, first month that he was here, he, he really wanted to go back home. You know, was that the same for you when you first got to campus in January, just with the big transition of going to college, playing with these grown men now? Was that really hard on you? Yeah, it's really hard just because I'm so, me and him are both so far from home. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, and honestly, just it's hard, you know, it's hard being in off season, like like this stuff kind of sucks except for on the weekends to be honest with you <laughs> yeah. like it sucks <laughs> it's, it is it's true I can remember too like last year last fall just like being at school and playing a sport obviously can't do as much as like your your buddies back home in a frat and like seeing snapchat stories them going out like having yeah. a blast and you're just like oh god I can't do anything yeah. so you sacrifice a lot and then just like you know waking up every morning at 6 a.m and you know sweating with all you do is kind of sucks sometimes like like all the glory comes on Saturday sometimes, you know? So, it, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, it gets hard to take, might take some time to get used to, you know, but once you refocus in and realize what you're doing it for, you know, it, you kind of get over that and you, you know that, you know, I'm here for, I'm here for business. Like I, I came here for a reason. So. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and so the season starts up, you know, last year in the fall, obviously, you know, what do you think the biggest thing was that, you know, you, you really learned from, from playing spring ball that helped you, you know, get on the field as a freshman? just getting used to like the physicality. Like I saw whenever I was, you know, going at practice that first spring practice, um, I mean, I was going against the best like corners in the country that year. So like, like I didn't realize it at the time. Like, I'm like, damn, like Damon is like pressing, pressing me to <laughs> get off the press, you know? Like, yeah. Jeff, yeah. Like at Hefe or Jeff is like locking me down and you know, I'm like, like, bro, I'm not open. So like, 
you know, kind of getting that, you know, out of my head and then realizing during the season, I was like, dang, like, these dudes are the best in the country, though. Like, there's no one better than these dudes. Like, I didn't play against the best, you know, and I didn't got open against the best, you know, every now and then we done had our reps where we gone up against each other. So, like, that really prepared me, you know, just being at Ohio State and that, that iron sharpened iron mentality, you know, that's yeah. still here, you know. No, I love that. And is that why you think, you know, the DB and wide receiver unit at Ohio State is, is so good? Because they're obviously going against each other every day in practice. Yeah, exactly. I know it definitely has a, you know, a lot to do with that and then the coaching. But yeah, the main thing is you're just going against the best, best of the best, you know, every day at practice. So um, chances are, you know, practice is harder than the, most of the time. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and, and that first game you played that fall, do you remember it clear to this day still? Yeah, yeah. Remember that day. Who Kind of walk me through it a little bit. Did you know you were playing or what? At FAU with Lane Kiffin coaching him. I got a screen throw to me and I, I kind of like, like I had a pass, it was like right here and I dropped it. it ended up being a fumble. Went down as a fumble. I guess it was a backward pass. And um, I got after that, I didn't get another, you know, another target. So, I mean, that was my first, you know, first experience at, uh, <laughs> I mean, the stands were awesome though. It was awesome. The energy in the stadium was awesome. I mean, I haven't got that, you know, since that season. So yeah. I missed uh, looking back on it. Yeah, that was my first experience. And then that second game, um, you obviously have a couple, you know, receptions and all that. But, you know, kind of going down that season, you know, what do you take away from most of just like, you know, playing as a freshman? And obviously now you've probably grown so much in a year. But what do you really take away from that freshman season? Yeah, I mean, just when you're playing football and when you're especially when you're playing like a receiver where the position is so like technician, I guess like the technicians are the ones who succeed. So the people who can do all the little things right. And all that stuff comes with with reps. So, you know, if you're a freshman and you're not you're not touching the field, you know, it's harder to really work on your game mm-hmm. just because you're not getting those reps. You might not you're probably not getting those reps at practice either because they can't they can't waste those reps on someone who's not playing in the game. You know, so it's I mean, it's hard that freshman year, you know, so luckily I was blessed to be able to play and, you know, get get a, get a lot of reps to, you know, work on my game and uh, just polish up things that I that I had to polish up. Yeah, and playing that and playing in that freshman year, what is one thing like you realized first, like, wow, this is big boy ball, or like we're playing in the shoe, or like all these fans, or what's one thing that really surprised you in the beginning? Honestly, like the fandom, that was the biggest thing. I, like, I just couldn't believe that like we had a hundred thousand people in the stadium. Actually, I was just like, what? Yeah. And then like more people watching at home, like it was just crazy to me. I don't even know. So, I, yeah, I think like for me, obviously as a fan and just like being on the lax team and and being a fan of like watching the games is such an environment where people like really care. Like you, you ask someone about the NFL, they don't care. It's like all oh, Ohio State football. And that was something that like shocked, shocked me, like growing up in Northern Virginia, right outside of DC with, with the skins playing, like it was all like Redskins yeah. football, but like no, no one cared about like UVA or Virginia Tech football. Yeah. That was something that's really shocking to me. <laughs> it's not, it's crazy. Like we are the NFL team and then some for real, so it's crazy. Yeah, and and playing in the shoe with obviously all the all the history behind it. I mean, you look up in the stands and, and you got greats and, and you got the championship season. You know, what was what was probably the most nerve wracking thing of, of playing in that stadium? You know, thinking about dropping a pass—that's always the worst thing. First, <laughs> you drop a pass, it's just like, oh, I just folded. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's your biggest fear—just messing up on the big stage. You know, just just making a, a critical error, just uh, jumping off sides or something, something like that. You know, something like that. Something little. So obviously from freshman to sophomore, you you learn a ton going yeah. into that sophomore season, obviously with Corona and everything, it, it, it's, it's obviously a change, but what, 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 what mindset wise, 
were you thinking of differently? You know, I want to score this year more. I want to get more yards. I just want to be a better teammate. You know, what was that thing on your mind that, you know, you really always kept on the top of your mind? On offense, or I'd say in the receiver room, we, we always kept the mindset that the, uh, that the whole football team is going to run through us. So, um, I like that. Uh, yeah, like if we're going, if we're making plays and the Buckeyes are going to be in for a good Saturday, like it's really that simple. Like if, if all the receivers are balling out, then chances are Ohio State's balling out, you know. So we kind of just tried to, you know, come going with that mindset that this is on us. Let's control what we can control and, and ball out. And, you know, it'll probably lead to some good things. So, yeah. And obviously, like I said, coronavirus this season, you know, how painful was it, you know, to really get that call to say you, you guys aren't playing football this year? Yeah, that was tough. That was definitely tough for the seniors and just seeing them. That was the toughest thing was just seeing them and, um, you know, seeing everything taken away from them. They had been working so hard for us. So it hit me hard, too, just because I, I didn't think we were going to be able to play. But at the end of the day, I knew I would have another season. So yeah, I just, for those for those seniors. So, yeah, that's what I'll say about that. And then uh, obviously keeping keep grinding and then you guys get that call that you guys are back on. And then every weekend is honestly like up in the air. You know, yeah. was that the most annoying part of just like, you know, grinding week by week and then you get to the weekend and the game, you know, could possibly not happen? Yeah, I mean, honestly, we were just talking about this like yesterday, I think, but we uh, looked back at like how many practices we had to how many games. And it's like, at one point it was like, it was like 118 practices in like eight games or something like that. <laughs> something something crazy that like throughout, the, from when we got back in June to to the end of the season, like we had yeah. that practice and that that many workouts and eight that games. games. Yeah. I think we know that obviously one of the hardest parts would just be like not being able to like have fun on the weekends is like, I feel like it's, you're in like you're a hamster and like one of those wheels that you're just not getting anywhere. Yeah. And I feel like that, you know, was that definitely tough on the weekend not being able to see your guys? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we usually, we, we would usually stay, we would hang out. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. We would hang out, you know, just us though, but it was just like the thing, like, like I said, again, the seniors getting opportunities taken away from them. Yeah, really. I mean, it was just the, the old dudes, you know, not knowing when they're going to be able to play again and knowing knowing that this might that last game we played might have been their last game. So we always, you know, made sure to remind us before we played a game like this would be our last one, you know. So, um, I mean, it was real this year. It was really real. So, you know, you really couldn't take anything for granted. And I mean, honestly, looking back on it, like it's never it's never been like that. Like it's never, yeah. never probably going to be like that again. Hopefully, I hope. But, <laughs> but it's I never, know. So then going in, going into the playoffs, you guys getting selected and playing Clemson, obviously from last year, how big of a game was that for everyone? Yeah, I mean, we knew we knew if we wanted to get to where we were going to be that we had to play them. So, um, I mean, all the stuff we heard leading up to the game that week, you know, we had all the motivation we needed. And, um, you know, we knew we had, you know, we, we knew we had the, the team to beat them, honestly. We knew we had a team to be ready to beat them, go out there and beat them. So we just had to do it at that point. So. Uh, I mean, we were all super jacked up, excited to play them, and uh, it felt good, you know, you know, beat the uh, beat the Tigers. Yeah, no, I love that. And then obviously the championship game doesn't go as planned. Um, yeah. But right now, you know, you're you're a two-time Big Ten champ. You know, next year, you know, hoping for that championship. But you know, after two years under your belt, you know, you know, what do you really tell yourself now? You know, potentially next year being your last season. I just want to put myself in the, you know, the best situation I can to, um, you know, have a, have a decision to make after this next season. So that's all I can really ask for, you know, just have a good season, put myself in the scenario where I'm making a decision. So um, that's my mindset, you know, I'm, I'm working out like, like this is probably my, my last year. So 
Uh, I mean, that's that's always been my dream. But at the end of the day, you know, I just want to give myself the opportunity to make a decision. So. No, I love that. And and explain to explain to me and the fans what TTWFO really means. Uh, it just means till till the wheels fall off. So that means you mean you're doing this thing until you really can't no more. Like you, until you can't. So like you just um, love that, huh? I was I was yeah. doing my research. I see that on every picture. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> tattoo and everything. So is that something yeah. that started here or back at Lake Travis? No, that started that started probably back in like sixth grade. Oh, really? Yeah, so, I mean, it's just always, I don't know, it's just always been it's my been thing. thing huh? And then me and my brother, I got it tatted together, so, you know, okay. I mean, just something that's cool to me, me and my brother uh, try to stand on it and live by that, so, yeah. No, I love that. And and last question before we hop off this thing, you know, obviously with college football, you know, the video game getting getting your rebounds, I don't know if you saw that on social. Yeah. How excited yeah. are you to really, like, you know, see yourself in a video game. I think that's like the most surreal moment of all time. Honestly, man, I hope I'm in the video game because I saw I saw that development might take you know a couple of years. So I'm actually like a big gamer. I'll be playing Madden and stuff all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, it's so, gonna take a couple of years. So I didn't even know that. Yeah. So if they do come out with NCAA, I'm sure I'll be one of the coldest in the, <laughs> in the country. I'm sure I'll be one of the coldest in the country, but. You know, I'm really excited uh, if they do. And to be able to use myself, I mean, I kind of have used myself in Madden a couple of times, but to be able to do it where some people actually, you know, produced the game and made me in it, you know, it'd be super dope. So uh, I hope it comes out, you know, while I'm still here, but I'm worried it's going to be as soon as I, you know, leave or graduate or something. So, yeah. And kind of on that topic, you know, one last question, you know, obviously with the with the video game not being able to, you know, come alive in past years due to NLI and, and really student athletes making money, you know, where do you stand on college athletes making money? I mean, when you see, when you see something like the season go on all year while, while students are at, at home, all the, um, it's kind of hard to say that, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't get compensated for it. But at the end of the day, if, if they put an NCAA, NCAA video game out, they don't got to give me a dime. I swear. <laughs> like, but but at the end of the day, though, I mean, you know, I'm probably a little biased, obviously, but yeah, you know, I mean, I think, I think that the amount of money that that you know schools generate from uh from football teams and from individuals on football teams, I mean, you know, you see people like Justin Fields and stuff like that, you know, produce however much money with their jerseys, stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's hard to say that they shouldn't, you know, get a little piece of that, but yeah. you know, it is, it is what it always has been, so. Hopefully we could see some change soon, but until then, it is, you know, I'm just happy to be playing here. So. No, I love that. It is what it is. Well, Garrett, man, I appreciate you hopping on Pelk Talk, man. Uh, I just want to say thank you again. No, yeah, no problem, man. It was good. Good uh, being on here. Appreciate you having me, man.